Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Welcome to Strange Familiars, and Happy Halloween, everybody. If you've seen something strange, if you've been a witness to the paranormal, a UFO, a cryptid, Bigfoot, a ghost, anything strange, we'd love to hear your story. You can contact us by email, strangefamiliarspodcast at gmail.com, or you can leave us a voicemail, 717-347-8554. I'm a little backed up on interviews right now, so the quickest way to get us your story, if it's short, is to leave us that voicemail. Again, that's 717-347-8554. So last week, I spent traveling and recovering. I do not travel well, coming back from the Strange Realities Conference. I want to thank Adam and Surf for putting on that conference. I had a great time at the Strange Realities Conference. I hope it becomes an ongoing conference because it was very well put together, very well organized. Had a great time in Nashville. So once again, thanks Adam and Surf for putting that together and inviting me out there. On tonight's show, I will be talking to Alice. I met Alice at an event over the summer and she saw my Bigfoot book and told me she had an encounter with a possible Bigfoot. We got to talking some more and she told me on the same property was a haunted house, which If you've been following my work, came as absolutely no surprise to me. It's a great set of stories. It's perfect for Halloween. Before we go on, I want to mention this story took place at an undisclosed location in New York State. After we recorded the interview, Alice contacted me. She was very concerned that people interested in Bigfoot or ghosts or something would try to access this property. I assured her that I would keep it all as anonymous as possible. But she would like to reiterate, should anyone 
figure out where it is or try to figure out where it is. The property is stolen by her family. They do not want people going on that property for any reason. They do not want trespassers. So please respect her privacy. Without further ado, let's get to Alice's story. So we're talking with Alice tonight, who has a story about seeing something in the woods. In I think you, when you told me about it initially, you were a little bit reluctant to say it was Bigfoot. You just said, you know, it was something. So uh, we can talk about that, and you can tell your story. So, so where did this happen? Uh, it happened in... Mm-hmm. The house that I grew up in was what I consider, well, we can talk about that a little bit later, but the house I grew up in behind that house was a very old brick house. And being young kids, we would go out and we just played like we explored because in the basement is actually a dirt basement. And thinking now all these years later, I'm kind of a little bit curious myself because there was like clothes, like human clothes coming out of the ground. And I kind of curious, like, if something was actually buried underneath there. And anyway, that we had took our notebooks up there and just, you know, playing it. We were explorers and writing down stuff in our notebooks. And But I had this really bad feeling, like something was watching us. And so, when you say we, you mean, it, like you and your siblings? Uh, or, or Yeah, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, my uh, brother, my two brothers, and my sister were there. Okay. And I just told them, you know, I just have this really bad feeling. It's just this feeling I, I can't shake. I just feel like something is watching us. Something's just not right. Like the whole atmosphere, I just felt like was not right. And, of course, they tell me I'm paranoid, you know, whatever. I just kept looking around. I kept looking around. And they're, like, in the basement. And I'm still outside. And I'm just looking around, looking around. And I just see this big, just dark huge tall thing move from left to right and in between that brick house is like I do believe that they what I was told it was like a shed like um I guess where they hunt and kill deer and like they were like hang the animals or something okay in yeah. there because mm-hmm. there's actually there was still like deer skulls and stuff in there so in between the two the brick house and then that wooden building it was like this huge thing just moved from left to right and in between that was a big uh like thorn bush and i just turned and looked and this thing just parted the thorn bush and like was looking down at me that thing was absolutely huge i mean i would say it's over was over nine feet tall could be over 10 feet tall i mean the thing was just the tallest thing i've ever seen in my life it was one of those things where I'm seeing, like, it was only a couple feet from me. The thing, like, could have killed me, for sure, could have killed a grown man. And I'm looking at it, but my brain is trying to process what I'm seeing because it's right in front of me, you know, it's a living thing because it's moving. And just the, I just, I still remember the details in it. It was like a dark reddish brown and it had dirt in the hair, and the face of it was, um, it had, like, hair coming down, like, it had, like, a 
big forehead, but the hair like came down from the forehead or over the eyes, and then this where the nose and the mouth would be, it was like hair from there, and it came down over that. And it was just the weirdest thing. Like, I've never seen anything like that before. And, like, I used, I still do. Like, I make, you know, my own horror movies and stuff like that. And I used to collect masks and Hollywood masks and costumes like that. And I still, I've never, ever seen anything that can come close to that. I still today, like, I don't want to call it Bigfoot because I don't know what it is. But that's the only closest thing that, I think I can compare it to, but it didn't look like an ape at all. It was just this weird, huge, tall, hairy beast, but it was like a, but it was human because it was on two legs, it had, you know, arms, hands, all of that. I, I don't know what I saw, but I moved my notebook just a little bit and it was enough to scare it and it just took off running. And then that was the point where I just, you know, yelled at my siblings to get out, to run down to the house, and then I made sure that they were in front of me before I followed them and made sure that they were all right. Wow. Well, how old were you about when this happened? Uh, I was probably, I would say like 12, 13. And were you the one of the older siblings or? Yes. So they were Yeah, old... I was the oldest one. Okay, so they were younger uh, than you. Yeah, they were younger than I am. Wow. Do you remember any details about the face? Uh, just that they, it had like this, I want to say it was almost like a caveman forehead. Kind of, you know how that forehead kind of comes out a little bit? Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just hair, like the whole the whole thing was hairy from top of the head down to the feet. The whole thing was just covered in, you know, this dark reddish. I remember it was like reddish because it was kind of weird because... After I saw that, I started kind of getting a little bit interested in, like, Bigfoot, but nothing that I could find came close to what I saw. That was, like, another thing. Like, most of them say it was brown, most of them say it was black, but I very specifically remember seeing it was, like, a reddish brown. Like an orangutan color, or? I kind of, but, like, a little bit darker, but mm-hmm. there was, like, red in it. And I thought that that was interesting. It was, of course, there was, like, dirt in the hair, like you can tell, like if it's something was sleeping or laying on the ground, um, kind of like, you know, an animal, how that they would have like dirt and stuff in their hair. Right. Right. Uh, but yeah, the face, like I remember like these beady eyes behind the hair that was coming down over the eyes. Like you can, it was mostly like the, I don't know how it could actually see, but I do remember seeing a little bit, you can kind of see like the glistening of the eyes. Mm-hmm underneath the hair and then just that nose like with the nose and mouth of you it was like hair come down from that coming down to like over their mouth over its mouth excuse me so and it it was like a human a human like nose like it was hooded like a human nose uh i that is like i couldn't hardly tell because it was so much hair oh really oh wow it was just, yeah the, like the whole face was hair it was like hair come down from like the forehead over the eyes and then hair coming down uh, from like the nose, and then it was like hanging over the mouth. But the whole face was hairy, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. C- could you see any like skin color beneath the hair, or was it just too much hair? Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. It was just completely just dark, reddish brown hair. Wow. 
was it like parting the leaves or something to look through at you? Yeah, because there was this thorn bush like in the in the middle, and it was obviously it was taller than that. But I think I was shorter, so I was being covered by like the thorn bush, and it just parted it like it was nothing, like it was just grass, mm-hmm. and like you couldn't even like a normal person couldn't even touch that thing because it was just I mean it was just a thorn bush. It was just nothing but thorn. Wow. And it just parted it like it was nothing. And <laughs> that also like freaked me out because yeah, like there's no way that no one could touch that thing. That thing parted that thing, uh the thorn bush like nothing. And did it make any noises at all? It didn't. It was very, very quiet. It just went from left to right. It moved the, like the thorn bush, it just stared at me. Like it was just completely still. It just stared down at me. And then I just moved my notebook just a little bit and I must have just spooked it. And it's kind of crazy thinking that such a little bit of movement would, I don't know, scare it or something for it to take off. Yeah. But being that big, because I was so little. And then just that little bit of movement, too, would be enough to spook something that big. Wow. I don't know. Yeah, that's very, very strange. So was there any more signs of it? Did you ever see any, you know, ever any anything strange ever happen on the property or any other sign of it ever again? Uh, well, my brother told me that he saw something big and dark and, like, hairy-like. Because uh, up there was, like, a mountain, and in between on the mountain... It was like this big parting. I don't know. Like there was no trees there because there was like a power line, and it was kind of it was kind of odd because there was like trees on the left, trees on the right, but there was this bare spot right in the middle. And my brother told me one time that he saw something, you know, big and hairy, just walk completely from one side to the other. Of course, I'm a person where I need facts and proof. Like I'm just like, okay, all right. And I just took it with a grain of salt, but he said that he saw it. I didn't. Hmm. Wow. And then uh, never any hint of it again? In other words, it wasn't. didn't seem like it was hanging um, around the property? There was one time where, because there used to be, well, no, it used to be, this still is, kind of like a dump site. I don't know. One of my family members must have started years ago. But it was like where they took a whole bunch of trash and they would, made this huge dump site, but whatever. That's beside the point. But we heard like something was moving something heavy and you could we could actually hear it. We were down at the house and there was just this slamming like we know that there was like refrigerators and old refrigerators and stuff up there. Mm-hmm. And it just sounded like something was just throwing it or just this loud noise. And then we did hear I don't want to say like monkey noises, but some type of like really strange animal noises that we could not explain, but it kind of like sounded close to like some type of gorilla or monkey sound or like, I don't know, like it's not, it's very, very hard to explain. It really, really is because it sounded like a cross between, you know, an ape or something, but then like an animal sound like we've just never even heard before right. like ever and it was to the point where I remember my brother was like crying in tears because we were just 
yelling, trying to get his, I don't know, trying to get his attention. And you could hear it one and two, like whatever it was, it was one and through the woods. And you could hear it. My brother was in tears. Of course, I thought it was funny. But other than that, that was the only other time that I remember anything coming close to that. But I've never seen something like that again. Right. Now, now did that all happen around the same time? I would say around the same time frame, not long, probably a couple months after. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, uh, yeah. so, so this sort of abandoned house that you guys were, I mean, you were essentially using it as a, like a playhouse, right? It was, you know. Oh, uh, you mean the old brick house? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that thing. Well, we kind of um, stayed pretty much away from that thing because that thing was so just not good stuff happening in that house. But also, it was just, it was also the house that I grew up in. So I don't know if you're, if you or your listeners are into paranormal or anything like that, but what I consider, like, I personally don't believe in ghosts, and it's kind of hard to, maybe after these stories that I'm going to share, that people will be like, how in the world could you not believe in ghosts? <laughs> but I believe that they are, you know, it was demonic, that demons can take, take on any form that they want. But the house that we grew up in had so much demonic activity, uh, that it's pretty crazy, the stuff that, just not what I've seen, but my family's seen, and we've seen the same stuff, just on different, you know, obviously different occasions, like different dates and stuff. I definitely want to hear those stories. So, this was the same brick house then, you had originally lived there, and then then moved out? No, that, no, that the, uh, the house that we grew up in, was a totally separate house from oh, the brick okay. house. The old brick okay. house was a completely separate house right behind our house. Gotcha. Okay. Sorry about yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Did you go back to after seeing this creature, and we'll yeah. just we'll just finish up with this now. Did you go back there to play much anymore? Or was there was there a cooling off period where you had to kind of be like, whoa, I don't know if I want to go back there. Or oh, oh, there definitely was. Like we definitely didn't want to go back up. Of course, you know my siblings had a hard time believing me. Like. A, of course, when it happened, I just told them to get down to the house, and then I told them after we got down to the house what I saw. You know what? I'm so sad that I just remit- remembered a couple of stories, if you don't mind me sharing. Oh, yeah, please. It's, please. Cause it's crazy because there's just so much stuff that happened at that house. It's kind of like it's little bit and pieces are starting to come back to me talking about this stuff. So the house that we that we lived in, there was also a pond behind the house. So there was the house we lived in, there was a pond, and then the road that went up, and then there was the brick house. Okay. Now, we were all at the pond, and we, like, we took our fishing poles there, and there was fish in it. And even one time, I even caught a snapping turtle. But, yeah, there was, like, stuff in there, and we would just go to the pond and, and play and, you know, have fun. And we saw something, me and, like, me and my, all of my siblings, we saw what we thought was our mother that was there on the porch of the house that we lived in, but that was, like, all hairy, and it was just this really dark, hairy figure. And, we're like, and for some reason, we just thought it was our mom, even though she's not, like, hair or anything like that, but we just saw, like, this outline, and we're like, oh, that's just mom, and then we realized that she wasn't even there, and the truck was gone. And we're like, oh, shoot. But, of course, stupid us, what we just ran into the house, which is probably not the smartest things that was on the porch. 
So that was one time that was so... Because you, you kind of mentioned if there was any other yeah. sightings. And I remember yeah. when it snowed really bad, uh, that there was actually footprints of like this really giant... And it looked like a human foot. But it was like so big. Like so big. And I remember like putting my footprint next to it and it was so small. Uh, yeah, I do remember that. That just came back to me. So it was bare, like bare yeah. footprints, like B-A-R-E, not the animal, but you know, like, like a bare foot in the snow, in other words. No, no, it was like a human foot. Yeah, yeah, I don't mean the animal bear. I mean like it wasn't wearing shoes. I should be more clear. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. like it was com- well, like there was no not wearing shoes or anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like it was just a completely bare, like human foot. I thought that that was pretty weird. Yeah, yeah. Did you did you follow it at all, or just uh, decide? To uh, leave it went it? from like the creek, and it went up to like where the porch was, and it like ended on the porch. And obviously, well, that's not good because then it went. But of course, this was during the winter time. This was a completely separate from what we saw on the porch when we thought it was my mom. Cause that was like during the summer. Mm-hmm. This was during the winter, obviously, because there was snow on the ground. But yeah, it stopped. Like obviously, you could tell it walked from like where the creek was on the side, and then up to the porch, and then it just disappeared from there. Right. Like I, I couldn't. There was no other footprints other than just leading up to the porch. Wow. And I wanted to like thinking like, oh, I wish I could like cast it or something, but I didn't. <laughs> I didn't have anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's. I mean, it's so creepy. It's 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 creepy that it was around, but I guess obviously it had every chance to do something, you know, to hurt you or, you know, if it was going to take one of you kids, it would have been able to do it. You know, it had every chance. Yeah. To do that's, it. that's, that's the weird thing. You know, if it was like really harmful, it didn't do anything to us. It would just seem like curious. Mm-hmm. That's what it seemed like. Right. You know, the most evil stuff was worse in the house that we lived with than what the hairy thing that I saw, which is kind of crazy to say that, but it's true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, that's the impression you get. You get the impression that it's just kind of curious. It's just kind of around and every now and then checking you out. And then, right. It was mostly, yeah, like observing. That's all it basically did. Yeah. Just observing and was that like, curious. Yeah. Which, like I said, it's creepy. It's creepy to have, you know, something like that. Oh, yeah, that. it definitely but, is. Well, looking back, it's scary even at the time when you're into it, I'm sure, or when you're in the middle of it, rather. I'm sure. But uh, oh, look, yeah. looking back, you can go, well, it didn't, it didn't actually hurt anybody or, or do anything harmful. So there's that. Oh, but it, it definitely could have. Right. Tell you that I think they could have just killed a, you know, yeah, I mean, grown man for sure. Yeah, when, when it was that close to you. I mean, how, how far away did you say when it parted the, the bush? It was like literally a couple feet. If I would have put my arm out, I could have touched it. Wow. Like, wow. it was that close. Like, I looked up at it. Like, it was super, super close. That's why I remember, like, every little detail, detail down to, like, the dirt and the mangled hair. Wow. I remember it very clearly, yeah. Yeah, that's that's very, very close. Yeah, if it wanted to, it could have grabbed you easily at that point, you know? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. Very, very interesting, though. That's, those are some very interesting encounters. Um, yeah, I think you had... I don't know if what we call Bigfoot is a collection of different things that people are just calling Bigfoot. You know, I think um, you saw my book and you said that's not what I saw, the the drawing I have on the cover. And mm-hmm. and I, yeah, I told you at the time, yeah, I mean, that's just 
one sort of thing that people report. Some people say they look like gorillas. Some people say they look like people or cavemen or, or just giant monkeys. You know, you get all these different things. So I don't know if there's a bunch of different things that we're just calling Bigfoot or exactly what's going on. But this definitely follows the pattern that uh, that other people have reported when they have them kind of around their property. So it's, it's very, very interesting. Very interesting. So, yeah, let's talk about this house. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the house is actually uh, my grandparents. My grandmother still owns it to this day in the property. So I remember growing up when I was really little, we lived in the basement. And I remember even seeing things then. And I'll share two stories from that time that I still remember till this day. So one of them was, I remember seeing an old man in the uh, dining room. And I remember it was just me. My brother wasn't even born yet. It was my baby sister. And my mother was just freaking out because I said, well, there's an old man like Pappy in the dining room and I was literally like standing right next to him and I remember it so clearly to this day it was just completely solid and just this little man he was in a suit he had little glasses he had like a fedora hat with a band around it he had a cane and he was just smiling and looking down at me and my sister and I just thought it was just the regular person in the house but apparently I guess it wasn't because my mother was freaking out and yelling at us to come in the other room and just screaming and just literally just flipping out. And I didn't understand at all because it was just so clear. Like it was just looked like a regular person. Like it was so solid. And I remember her being on the phone with my dad. And I remember my dad and my sister, my older sister coming home. And I remember him like, when they got home, they, like, lifted me up and they were like, what did you see? What did you see? What did you see? And I'm just like, I just saw old man like Pappy. And I just wanted down because I didn't understand anything. And it wasn't until a while later when I got older, they were like, yeah, there was no one there. We oh. didn't see anything. And I'm just like, oh, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> but, yeah, I remember I even asked my – I was my sister was so young at the time. She was just a baby, but I – looked at her and I said, you see the old man like happy? And she just shook her head, yeah. And I'm just like, okay. It just seemed normal to me. But another one that I remember is I was sleeping with my sister, my older sister in her bed. And where her bedroom was, it was like the stairs right at the bottom of her bed that went up from the basement upstairs. And there was a railing on the side. And on the railing was, well, first I heard my name being called over and over again. And it woke me up. And I looked at the bottom of the bed, and on the railing was this cat-shaped body, but it had a sun face, the S-U-N, sun face. And, but it was like the cartoon type of sun, like with the triangles around it. And it had a human face, and it was pointing and it was laughing at me. But you couldn't hear the laughter, but you could see that it was laughing. And it just kept saying my name over and over again. Wow. And, it, yeah, that just freaked me out. And I just, of course, I was so little, but I remember very clearly, I just hit under the covers like that would do anything. But 
Okay, good. Um, I, I've known grown people who, who you know who I've interviewed who've told similar stories that that have happened when they were grown, and they just said, "I just pulled the covers up. I couldn't think of what else." Okay, to do. so I don't feel too bad because yeah, I was probably yeah. like five years old. <laughs> but yeah, I I clearly remember that. And the crazy thing was, is I remember after my sister she graduated from college, I remember she she said, "Well, I just got this book. I found this book, and it's all about demons and stuff." And she said, "I kind of read it, and I." And inside that book, I can't remember what the name of it was, but she described that there is a demon that has a sun face, like a head, but like a human face and a cat-shaped body. And I can't remember what the name of it was, but yeah, some of the stuff I remember she told me that and I, my heart just like leaped in my throat. Yeah, I feel like I've seen... brought that memory back. I feel like I've seen a book with like maybe an old woodcut or something illustrating that. Or something similar. It sounds really familiar. It does. I've never looked into it myself because I don't. I don't necessarily want to read anything about it. Like I know what I saw, and I'll you know stand before any judge and be like, "Yes, that's what I saw, seen," and I'll stand by it. But yeah, cause that freaks me out. Even so, thinking about that, what I've seen. But yeah, that's just when I was little, little. But the other stuff uh, that we experienced, of course, there was. The doorknobs rattling, you could see, like, you know how kind of like a couple, there's at least like an inch in between the floor and the doors. Mm-hmm. And you can see, like, shadows moving back and forth, like someone's standing there, but you open the door and there's no one there. Yeah. You know, knocking on the doors, that type of stuff all the time. But that was just a really simple <laughs> The simplest stuff, well, not the most scary stuff, but um, I did break down a couple if you want to sure. would like me to share them. Yeah, absolutely. One of them was that all of us, like me and my whole family, we would always hear like a lady singing and it was always like in the bathroom, like it was just this humming, but it was like in a tune. And we always thought that that was kind of odd. Another really, one of the most really scary things I experienced was it was late at night and I just kind of hear this little, because once we move, because I'm sorry, let me kind of be a little bit more clearly. So we lived in the basement of this crazy house, and then we moved out to another house, and then we eventually moved back into that house because my Nana still owned it, and she's like, yeah, you guys can live in it. So we moved back into that house, and now we are living, you know, upstairs now, not in the basement. Okay. So... Our room, me and my sister shared a room, and we were all the way on the second floor, and right beside us, kind of like in the corner, but of course it's not in our room, but it's outside our room, was the bathroom, the upstairs bathroom. And then right beside that bathroom was my older sister's room um, until she went off to college, and then my two brothers moved into it. So we're living in the house now after we moved back and this was I mean I was older now but it was late at night and I heard um, like the cat dish moving around in the bathroom and then that started with the cabinet doors opening and shutting and then the toilet lid slammed up and down so now it just sounds like it is just everything is going to sound like completely haywire in the bathroom between cabinet doors slamming open, the door slamming and opening, the cat dish rattling and shaking around. Like the only how I can 
kind of describe it. It was almost like that scene, like in Poltergeist, where the kids' room that just has the, all this crazy stuff, like moving around. Right, right, yeah. And they show, yeah. They kind of remind me of that, but it was so loud. And I was trying to wake up my sister, and I couldn't get her awake. And I literally had to pound on the floor because right underneath us was my parents' bedroom and to try to get my dad to come upstairs. And as soon as he turned on the light to the hallway, it just completely stopped. Of course, like, he was pissed because I woke him up, and but uh, he came upstairs and I explained to him, and man, I was just sobbing. I mean, it scared me to death. That's so interesting. And, the, the, the fact, the, the one little detail, and I'm just going to say that we met at an event you weren't necessarily a Strange Familiars listener, so you haven't heard a bunch of my episodes and so, so forth. But one thing we talk about is a lot, because people report it a lot, is people who have these experiences and they can't wake the other person up. So there'll be, you know, it'll be a husband and wife or brother and sister, whatever it is. The person's asleep in the same room with them. They can't wake them up. They're having this experience, you know, and it could be very loud, like you're saying. Like, you, you know, you're saying things are slamming and, and opening oh, yeah. and closing. And they cannot wake the other person up. It's very, very strange. It's, it, but it's again, it's something I hear yeah. repeatedly. So, uh, oh, that's so creepy. Yeah, uh, see, I've yeah. never heard that before, ever. I didn't know that. Yeah, like I was literally shaking her and trying to wake her up, and I just thought because she was in a deep sleep that mm-hmm. she just would not wake up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, creepy. I hear it. That's I hear, weird. I hear it again and again, and and uh, often people say they'll wake up and see something and say something very scary. And then they'll say, and for some reason, I just went back to sleep, which uh, happened to me one time. I won't go into it now because the listeners have heard it a million times, but it happened to me one time. I woke up, I saw something very scary, and I, and, and it, I just fell back to sleep. I went right back to sleep. And ca- I kept waking up, but I kept going right back to sleep. It's very, very strange. I don't oh, know. Weird. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what that is. It's almost like sometimes it's like the experience is meant for you, for, for good or for ill, like and not for your sister. You know what I mean? Like that was for whatever right. reason like that, that was yours. targeting an individual. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or what I, you know, it's, I don't have a lot of answers, but I can tell you like, this is something that repeats. This is something I hear a lot, you know, the, the not being able to wake someone up. That is weird. See, I've never heard that before ever. That's really creepy. Yeah. It's definitely a recurring theme. So sorry, sorry to interrupt. Yeah. So, uh, no, you're that. Please do whenever you have something like that to to share because like I've never even heard that before. That's super weird. I'm actually going to even I'll relate that to my family and be like, hey, guess what? <laughs> Tell yeah. me something new because that's yeah because I've never heard of that before. That's super weird. Oh yeah, it's, it's and it's yeah. just because I talk to you know witnesses of different phenomena every week and whether it's ufos or bigfoot or ghosts or whatever and it just happens again and again people will tell this the same thing you know and i couldn't wake my husband up he was right beside me or i couldn't wake my wife up or i couldn't wake my brother up or my friend was in the tent next to me i couldn't wake him up you know whatever it is i hear it again and again that's weird Mm -hmm. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, 
planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. <laughs> so continuing the crazy stories I have, the other one that I have, actually what is number three, was what I called Boy in Blue Velvet. I was, and this stuff also, like it was so, this house is just so crazy that a lot of this stuff just happened in broad daylight too. Like a lot of people think, oh, it's because they do stuff at night and you always see like these paranormal investigators, they wait till at night. No, this house was so crazy that stuff would just be happening in the middle of the day. Mm -hmm. Like, it didn't matter, night or day. So this is actually happening in the daytime. I was watching, like, a movie in my parents' bedroom, and I went to go get something, and I came back, was coming back in. And in the hall, my brothers had, like, a stack of um, Hot Wheels, the Hot Wheels, but it was, like, in a clear bin. And on top of that bin was a little boy, and he looked so angry, and I don't know, like, it, I don't know why he was so angry, but it, well, first, it was just this little boy that's not even in our family that's sitting there, and I just remember so clearly down to, like, the clothes he was wearing was, um, he had, like, blue shorts on, a blue, like, it was, like, a little suit, like, the blazer jacket, the white button-up shirt, but his bow tie was, like, the old-time, like, black bow tie with, like, the tassel things hanging down. Uh, he had, like, short brown parted hair. He had a really pale face, and the blue that he was wearing, like, the shorts and the blazer was velvet. And he just followed me with his eyes when I walked by him. And it was the weirdest thing, because it was, it was almost like it was slow motion, like, I I know what I'm seeing, but my brain is trying to register, like, what I'm seeing. It was just the weirdest thing. And then, I, like, I looked back, and he was gone. But the really weird thing is, years later, uh, my sister had one of her friends out for a sleepover. And they were in our room, and they came down, and one of her friends said, yeah, I got to tell you something. Like, there was a, a boy in your bed. I'm like, well, that's great. <laughs> and she kind of described him, and I cut her off, and I said, oh, well, he was wearing blue velvet. He had a really pale face and parted hair. And she goes, yeah, that's exactly who I saw. And But it was kind of weird because she said it, he kind of almost looked like a teenager rather than the little boy that I saw looked between, like, five and six years old. And oh, it was wow. weird because it was years later, so it was almost like he aged. Oh, that's I mean, weird. that's just weird. Yeah, that's creepy. Yeah. And the fact that he was just, like, sitting in my bed, I was like, well, that's great. I really don't want to get her to sleep tonight. Yeah, she never came back out to the house for any sleepovers or anything like that. <laughs> 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 A lot of the friends never did after they, because they experienced stuff, too, that they've seen stuff. Yeah, that's really, really creepy. Another one experience I had was, I was in like a really deep sleep, but something kept shaking me and trying to wake me up. And I just ignored it and like I would shake it off and then it would just, something started shaking me again. And it was to the point where, where I had a uh, wooden nightstand 
on my right. And it shook me so hard that my arm went over, my knuckles hit my nightstand. So that really made me angry. And I was like, what? And I sat up and when I opened my eyes, I saw like something gliding, like this dark figure gliding. And then it went to the bottom of my bed. And it was just this outline of this person. It was dark, like a shadow person. And it just stared at me. Scared me to death. And the only thing I could think to do was to pray. So I prayed, and I opened my eyes, and it was still there. And I prayed again. Or I closed my eyes. I prayed really, really hard, and I opened my eyes, and it was still there. And I did it like three or four times. And I think it was like on the fourth time that it was finally gone. And that scared me to death. Like, it was literally, it took me over a year before I could even look at the bottom of my bed because it just scared me so bad. And it was just, it's weird. Like, it was just this dark outline of this person, but it still, whatever it was, it shook me, woke me up, and I guess it just wanted to show itself to me. Still scared me half to death. Yeah, and could you notice any details at all in it, or was it just black? No, just completely black. Just completely black. My sister saw them, excuse me, all the time. She would call them shadow people. Mm-hmm. And she always wanted like a nightlight on her side. And I always made fun of her for wanting a nightlight. But she said because she would, if there would be no light, she could actually, the shadow people would wake her up and she would see them. Wow. And I'm just like, okay. Now, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but the description I've heard of other people who describe them and it, it, I find it very interesting is they say it's it was kind of like blacker than the darkness around them. Like they were that black. Mm-hmm. Does that apply? No, yeah. it's true. Yeah. It, it's true. We yeah. actually had that time that my sister did have the nightlight on her side. So there was a bit of light reflecting on my side, but not much. But absolutely. Yeah, because I've seen them. Oh, my whole family has seen them a ton of times, like on different occasions. And they're just, it's darker than the blackness around like what you said yeah i've not not seen that but like i said i've talked to enough people who've described it that way you know when someone says shadow people i always kind of ask is this and then again it's consistent that's what people say you know that's what they look like but yeah why why would it wake you up like what's the purpose of shaking you and then it's not like it did anything you know (laughs) it just it's almost like it just wanted what a reaction from you or something you know right because that's i think it just wants fear yeah it could be I think it's that's what it wants to do is it just wants to bring fear, mm-hmm. even they don't physically harm you, right? You know, not all the time, but I think yeah, just to get a reaction, just to scare you because it feeds off that energy. Yeah, for it, sure. could, it could be, could be, yeah. Logically, that's the only thing that kind of makes sense. It, it for whatever reason, it wanted you to see it, right? And. But it's just weird that, you know, I prayed and prayed, it would open my eyes, and it was still there. Like, it just would not go away at all. And that's what really scared me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Ugh. like, it just would not go away. And it was literally like the fourth time wow. that it finally went away. Yeah, that was really crazy. Um, but the most scariest thing that I think I can remember at that house was... It was really early in the morning. It had to be on a weekend. The sun was just coming up. Me and my sister was, like, already awake, but she, like, went down. She's like, I'm already awake. I'm just going to go downstairs. And I was like, oh, well, I'm going back to bed. And 
on her side, like she had this, I don't know why in the world she kept, she kept weird things, but when she went to like a friend's birthday party, she had a balloon that she took from the party, but the balloon didn't have any air in it. And it's like one of those from Walmart, like those foil type Mm -hmm. balloons with that scrunchie. Yeah. And you can hear it. Yeah. If you touch it or something. So she had it like taped and had no air in it. It was completely deflated, but she had it like taped up to the window. And I'm trying to go back to sleep, and I just hear, like, something messing with the balloon, like, scrunching it. And we had an AC on, and I thought maybe it was just the AC, like, the air hitting it. But then I was like, well, if that's the case, then it would have done it the whole time. It just went just doing it this time. But it kept getting louder and louder and louder to the point of just, it felt like, it sounded like the whole thing was, like, shaking or someone was, like, squeezing it and scrunching it. And then all of a sudden, I just heard the most evilest growl that I can never imagine. Like, I told, my, I told my family that the only thing it can come close to is, like, if you ever watched Underworld and you mm-hmm. heard, like, a lichen growl, mm-hmm. I said it sounded like a little kitten meow. I said it was the most evilest growl I have ever heard in my whole life. I've never heard something so evil. It scared me to death. Of course... My back was turned to her side, so I was absolutely terrified, completely frozen. I couldn't even move. I was so scared. And I finally cut out, and my brothers were already with me, like, what's wrong? What's wrong? And I tried to, I couldn't even talk because I was so scared. It scared me that bad, trying to explain. And we went back in, but the balloon was fine. And, you know, it didn't even look like someone even messed with it. And there was nothing there. But yet, that was probably the most scary thing that I've experienced at that house. And you, Compared you, you to all the... Oh, you, go ahead. You didn't see anything. You just heard this growl. Didn't see anything. It was just sound. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, see? The, I react uh, to sound. That's, uh, I notice like, if I'm out with my friends and we're doing like a paranormal investigation, sounds will get me more than seeing something. Like, like So I can completely understand that. Especially if it sounded close. Did it sound like it was kind of in the room with you, like that close? Oh, yeah. It was definitely in the room, for sure. It was on my sister's side because we used to have, like, a divider between uh, in our room just to kind of give us each privacy. Mm -hmm. And so that even made it worse. So I didn't know if something was going to come over the divider or, like, peek over. I didn't. But it was definitely on her side of the room, for sure. It was so loud. It was awful. Wow. Awful. Yeah, that's interesting. But, uh, I mean, there was just so much stuff in the house. I mean, there would be times where, I mean, smoke would just fill up our whole room. Like, me and my sister would just be in our bedrooms, and there was just this really thick white kind of smog smoke stuff. Really? And then it would, yeah, and it would then it would just disappear. Like, it wasn't, like, there was no fire. There was no fire smell or anything like that. It was just this weird, thick smoke and it would disappear and it was enough where you know it got your attention you're like whoa it was the weirdest stuff and then there would be stuff that would appear on the walls like the slimy I don't know what in the world the only thing I can think of it is like coffee or like coke type of like brown sticky stuff that would be like appear on the walls and then it would just disappear like it was just the weirdest stuff yeah I yeah it was 
so much crazy stuff in that house. That's why I really think that that house is just demonic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I was going to ask you, you know, and there's no wrong answer to this. I'm just curious why demon and not ghost? If Was it just because of the negative energy of everything, or, or do you have a particular reason for that? Well, I just believe, I mean, I personally, like, I've, I'm a Christian, mm-hmm. so I believe in good and evil, and I don't believe that it is ghosts because, to me, that just doesn't make sense. To me, it was just more evil, mm-hmm. uh, even though, I'm trying to, because we did do, like, because I used to watch, you know, Ghost Hunters and Ghost Adventures, and I'm like, oh, man, they're talking these things, and they're getting responses. So we actually did one ourselves, and it proved to me that it was nothing more than demons posing as, you know, humans or something, because, you know, I would ask something, and then it, it was like one of the things, like, knock once for yes, twice for no, or something like that. And, uh, one of the questions, like, it didn't know the answer to until I started thinking of the answer, and then it responded to that, that uh, I to the answer I wanted. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's more evil to me, so I just believe that it's more demonic than just ghosts. Because I just, I personally believe, like, when we die, we just don't, certain people just don't wander on the earth. Mm-hmm. That, you know, we just go to one place or the other. Yeah, yeah. As I said, there's, there's, you know, there's no wrong answer. I'm just curious. I, me personally, I think, you know, just a lot of times what people are calling ghosts are something else. You know, wh- whether it's you want to call it demonic or something else. But I don't think the souls of dead people. I mean, sometimes it really appears that way. But I've often suggested to people, if you were something else, wouldn't that be a convenient form to take? You know, to mm-hmm. come, it's you know come back as something that looks like a person and convince someone very easily you were the you know that person returned whatever the case may be. But yeah, it's, it's, like I said, there's there's no wrong answer. I was just curious as to you know why you would say that. But yeah, it sounds like more. There's definitely more to it than than the souls of of uh, dead people. It sounds like to me as well. It, uh, there's there's something very um, responsive in a way, you know, and interactive. Um, oh yeah. Not not yeah. necessarily in a nice way, but uh, it seems you know, like I said, you you were shook awake by something. It's it's something that you know wanted some kind of reaction or something. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, that place is so evil that um, when my sister brought her, well, she was dating him at the time, but her husband now out to the house, you know, they would pray before they would come into the house near in the driveway. And he's a big guy, but he's over six feet tall and he would not sleep with the light off. He hated going to that house. I mean, didn't want to go to the house at all because even he had experiences and he would see things. I know you said it's it's still in the family. Does someone live there currently or is it? No. Okay. No, no one lives there now. It's completely yeah, what we call abandoned, but, you know, like I said, my Nana still owns the property and the house, but no one currently lives there. Right, right. I was wondering if the, if anybody, there were any current stories, if there was a current resident, but no one lives there. I'm sure there would be if, if someone would still live there, for sure. Right, right. You said it was her home before you guys, you know, lived there, your grandmother's home, I mean, was that correct? Yeah. Did she have yeah, any, that's correct. Did she have any stories? Uh, she said that she always heard things 
and she would kind of see like shadow things. Mostly just she said that this really bad energy. Uh, she always said that it supposedly was built on an Indian burial ground. We don't know how much that's true. And, of course, like you always hear that mm-hmm. with, you know, haunted house stories and stuff like that. So we don't know if that's true or not. But, yeah, she always said that she never liked the house, but my grandfather liked it, and so they bought it. <laughs> um, yeah. I wish that they wouldn't have, though, because that was it's an awful house. Yeah. How how long did you end up staying there? Um. I mean, I think that we moved out because we moved back to it. I want to say in like late 2000, early 2001, and we moved out of it in like 2011. Oh, so a good long so, time. Yeah. Yeah, for quite a while we were there. Wow. Yeah. yeah so after a while, you um, well, you never get used to the stuff. That's the thing. But you just have to live with it. That's that's right. Like the people, right. people are like, well, why didn't you move? Well, sometimes you can't. You know, sometimes that's where you live, and you just you have to live with it. Right. Oh, I wish you wouldn't move sooner. I wish we never would have moved back in. And a lot of people probably think, you know, well, that would be so cool to like experience all this stuff. But even till this day, like I'm having a sex with it. I know? believe that. Like when I. You know, when I dream, and if I'm in a dream where if I'm in a building or a house or something, the interior is always that house. And I haven't been there in, you know, what, in almost 10 years. Mm-hmm. So, and even during that whole time, I've been lived in a whole bunch of places since then. It's always that house that my dreams go to. And I don't know why. And I think it's just so deep in, you know, in my subconscious mind. I think that it's almost like a scarring on a type, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. I can. I can believe it. It's like I said, especially when you have to live with it and for such a long time, you know, it kind of mm-hmm. it's like it gets imprinted in a way. I, I am curious, though. I do wish that someone would investigate it because I'm sure they would turn up a lot of good evidence. But I think that if anyone would, they would definitely have to sign like a waiver. Be like, we're not responsible for anything because there's seriously like some demonic stuff, some really crazy dark stuff in that house. Wow. Yeah, and this is the same house that w- when you're at the pond and you looked up and saw whatever on the porch, that, that's the same yep. house? Yep, that's yeah, the same house. Interesting. See, I, for me, I just, I'm just i just because I hear so many stories where people will tell me a Bigfoot story and then they'll say, oh, and then I saw a ghost or my house is haunted too and I saw a Bigfoot around it. Again, I'm, I don't draw any like hard conclusions because who can say? But I, I just can't help but feel like they're somehow, they're somehow connected. I don't know. I don't know how or why, you know? But it just, I hear so often people will say, you know, like I'll go out for a Bigfoot investigation. I'll get called, you know, I saw Bigfoot on my property, whatever it is. I'll go out and talk to the people. And it, it seems like a lot of the time, I want to say probably 80% of the time or more, they'll, they'll say, yeah, my house is haunted too. And it's just like, wow, what's that about? That's very strange. You know, I'm, I can't say for sure it's connected, but I'm not surprised when, when we talked initially and you said, oh yeah, and that house was weird too. I it, you know, I've, of course, that makes sense to me. But why that happens, I don't know. I can't tell you. I have suspicions that they're all connected, but I can't say for sure. Mm. Yeah, that's really weird. There, I mean, to me, there has to be a connection. Now, me personally, like I don't, like I, like I said before, like, I can't label it what I saw is exactly Bigfoot, but it's the only thing that can come close. Mm-hmm. Now, I am open-minded. Like, could have been, you know, something a demon manifested itself to look like that could be, I don't know, but right. whatever it was, it was completely solid. Right. I mean, to the point where, you know, it could, it moved those thorn branches. 
And when you saw that, took off running. when you saw the boy in the in the velvet, did he look solid? Oh yeah, he was completely solid. Yeah, I just, mean, he just looked like a regular person, just you know, sitting there. Yeah, that's so interesting. He's you know he's not well what they what do they call that full body apparition right he's not the only one I've seen or what my family's seen you know there's been other I've seen other things in that house one of the most crazy one of the craziest things not I saw personally but my brother told me well it was actually my brother and my sister were on a swing set and they looked up at the uh, old brick house and because they heard screaming. And they looked up at the brick house, and they said there was this woman running out of the brick house, and she was like in an old, well, he said it was like an old-timey dress. And there was a guy coming, running after her, and he shot her with a shotgun. Oh, wow. And she, like, fell down, and then he said that they just disappeared. Now, like I said, like, I take everything, like, with a grain of salt, and I'm just like, well, that's really creepy. That's weird. But when he told my older sister... That freaked her out because she said that she saw that in the 80s. Oh. Yeah. She said that's exactly the same thing that she saw when she was little in the 80s of a woman screaming and running out of the house in the old brick house and being shot with a shotgun and a man chasing after her. And that to me, like, I kind of took a little bit more seriously, but to me that till this day that creeps me out. I didn't see that personally. So I can't validate her or anything like that, but right. crazy story nonetheless. Yeah, did did they happen to describe what the man was wearing? Uh, like overhauls, like jean overhauls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they said that's what he looked like he was wearing. Wow. And then like a button-up shirt underneath it. Did it have to be plaid yeah. by any chance or checked? Uh, I don't remember him saying it. Does that detail? Uh, but, yeah, I get a lot of reports of people waking up and seeing. Usually, it's they wake up. Sometimes it's they'll just see him in a strange uh, circumstance. Uh, guys in in uh, red, usually red, red like checked or plaid shirts, and uh, to the point where that's why I ask. Uh, honestly, I get so many reports of that. That is weird. Yeah, yeah. It's, that it's is so weird. Yeah, it's a, well, my wife saw him. When we were dating, uh, she woke up one time. She woke me up screaming, and she had seen him standing at, at our feet. We were sleeping on the floor in her parents' house of her old bedroom. And I talked about it on the podcast, and then I just started getting call after call after call of people saying, yeah, I've seen the same thing, this guy in this red plaid that shirt. That is so weird. Yeah, so that's, that's why I asked. So I just wondered if... if uh, he had been wearing plaid, but... Uh, I mean, I'm sure he told me, but mm-hmm. I, it was so long ago, I don't really remember that detail. Right. But I definitely remember the story, what he told for sure. Yeah, yeah. Now, and that's another thing. Like, So is this some past event that's kind of replaying that they're seeing, or is this some that's sort what That's what we think. Now, mm-hmm. also, like, at the house, we always heard, like, a car pull up and, like, the car door slam, like someone getting out of it. Mm-hmm. But then you would look outside or go outside and there'd be nothing there. Mm-hmm. So it was almost like this trapped, what we always said, like this trapped sound or something that was there. And it was like a tape. It would just replay. Yeah. And so I don't know if it was that or not, but it was just, yeah, I definitely won't forget that, that, that he saw what my sister saw, but 
in the 80s. And of course, then when he saw it, it had to be like mid 2000s, probably like 2003, 2004. Right. So 20, so, almost 20 years later. So, yeah. The th- so, very interesting. The the two most reported paranormal sounds are babies crying and car doors slamming. Um, I'd rather hear car doors. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Super creepy. The baby crying. Ugh. I would not like that. Absolutely, but uh, the the fact that you're saying you would repeatedly hear this the sound of this car and the car door slamming again that's, you know, you wouldn't know unless you like I said I do this every week. I talk to people all the time. And uh, I myself have been in the middle of the woods in the middle of nowhere and heard a car door slam like it was right next to me. Uh well, and and that's what got me interested in that and then I started looking into it and a lot of people have reported that again and again this car door slamming sound. So it's uh, that's crazy. Checks a lot yeah, of boxes. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Your story, that's crazy. Like, like I said, you're just checking all these boxes. Very, very interesting. Well, Alice, do you have any more? Um, I mean, there's so much stuff. I'm just trying to remember all of it. Uh, those are the top ones that I jotted down. But I mean, we would always just, like I said, see shadow people, hear things, the walking, corridor slamming. Of course, like the smoke and stuff, but yeah, the smoke is really um, that's really interesting because every time that happens, I would imagine now you have to get up and look for a fire, right? Like you can't just let that go. Uh, well, maybe right. if, unless I guess it happens enough where you're like, oh, this again, but but I would think you can't just let that go, you know? Well, yeah, because one of my one of my biggest fears is like that, you know, like a fire or something, and like losing everything. Mm-hmm. But in our me and my sister's room that we shared, there was what we call like this cubby hole and it was just like this little doorway and it was just this space, I guess they call it a cubby hole. And we always thought that when we saw that smoke, we thought that the cubby hole was on fire. Right. And we would, you know, look for the fire, but there was nothing. Just, I mean, obviously if there's a fire and you're going to smell it too, but there was no smell and then it would just, you know, just fade off and it would just go away. Yeah, that's creepy. Because there's, you know, there, you would think there'd have to be a reason for that if it was explainable. You know, like something's malfunctioning, something's happening, but uh, oh yeah, but we looked and there was absolutely nothing. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's wild. That's wild. But I, and the, another story I just remember: it was in the middle of the day, and I was standing in the hallway, and I was talking to someone. It was, and I felt like there was someone like, behind me standing. And you know how, like, you can feel when someone's standing behind you and you can't, you know, bend your arm because your elbow will hit them? Mm-hmm. And I felt like there was someone standing behind me and I couldn't move my arm. And I remembered, like, well, me and my brother are the only ones in, this, in the house right now. So why in the world do I feel that way? And I turned and I looked, and then, like, right behind me on my right, it was just this little boy... And he was, like, staring up at me. And, anyway, he had, like, the most creepiest face. It was almost kind of stretched. And it was just really pale. And he had, like, these just, you know, sad dog eyes. And he was looking up at me. And he had, like, a bull, bull haircut. And he was wearing plaid. I do remember that. So that's kind of weird that you said that. <laughs> but I, I, won't, I won't forget that either. And then he just disappeared. And he was solid, too. Like, he was completely solid. He wasn't see-through or anything like that. Right. And, of course, if it was another one of those things where you know you're seeing it, 
where your brain is trying to figure out, like, try to understand, like, what you're seeing. Yeah, Because you there's no one else in the house. It's not one of our family members. It's no one we know. But it's this kid that's completely solid in the house. Right. Yeah, you have to go through that checklist. Like, who is this? Is this, you know, and, and you go down. Why is he here? What's going on? And then. Exactly, yeah. So yeah. He, he just kind of blinked out then? like just, Yeah, it just went away. Like, he just it just faded away. It was the weirdest thing. Yeah. So going forward in your life, once you move from this property, the, this these kind of experiences just stopped. Mm-hmm. They just completely stopped once you left that house. And so that, that's why I truly believe it was just, it was that house, whatever. I don't know if the burial ground thing is true or whatever it was, but that house, yeah, it just completely stopped once we left that house. Yeah, some, I mean, some places just, for whatever reason, you know, these things are drawn to them for whatever reason. But, uh, wow. I, Alice, thank you so much for sharing your stories. Absolutely loved them the, all the way around. Very, very cool. Oh, thank stuff. you for having me. Thank you for letting me share. Oh, sure thing. Thanks for listening, everybody. I want to thank Stephen B. and Steve P. for their PayPal donations. That's a great help. If you'd like to help us make Strange Familiars, you could become a patron at Patreon. That's patreon.com slash strangefamiliars. For just $3 a month, you can get extra shows. We do one full extra show every month, at least for our patrons. In October, we did two. Last week, I didn't do a regular show, but I did do a Halloween special for our patrons. We do give other bonus content besides. Besides the two patron shows this month, our patrons got to look at my talk from Albatwitch Day on the Pennsylvania Gorilla Flap of the 1920s. But like I said, we guarantee at least one full extra episode of Strange Familiars every month for our patrons. That is a great way to help and to support the podcast. There are all different levels of support at Patreon. You can check them all out. Patreon.com slash strangefamiliars. If you don't like the idea of a monthly subscription and you want to do a one-time PayPal donation, you can find a paypal.me link in the show notes for every episode at strangefamiliars.com. Another way to help us is to make sure to like and subscribe wherever you're listening, whatever podcatcher you use, YouTube, Stitcher, iTunes, wherever, and to leave us those nice five-star reviews. That really helps get the podcast in front of other potential listeners. Thanks once again to our patrons, and thanks to those who have given us PayPal donations, you all make Strange Familiars happen. We will be back soon with another episode of Strange Familiars. Until then, you can always find us at strangefamiliars.com. Strange Familiars is a production of Dark Holler Arts, music, books, art, podcasts, and more. DarkHollerArts.com Intro and background music is by Stonebreath. Go to stonebreath.bandcamp.com for more. We are on Facebook, facebook.com slash strangefamiliars, where you can join the Strange Familiars gathering group. And we are on Instagram, at strangefamiliars. Hey Tim, my name is Owen. I listen to your pandemonium. 
episode. And then uh, I was just listening to the Where Did the Road Go with you on it. And when you're talking about the white face on the tree, it reminded me of a story. Um, it, it reminded me of it when I heard the Pandemonium uh, episodes, too. So my mom, she's a devout Catholic, and she goes on these uh, retreats, you know, like a couple times a year to monasteries in, you know, in the area uh, where they don't talk for like a, you know, a full week. They just pray. Yeah, it's real serious religion stuff. But she gets she gets a lot out of it. So, it's, you know, it, it's helpful to her. So she, uh, the last time she went, one of the monks had died. He was really old. He had, you know, gone there when he was 18 and hadn't left his whole life. Uh, and so she got to see, you know, burial practices of what they do with the monks when they die. So it was, you know, a whole long thing, really, really interesting to hear her talk about it. But most importantly, she had an experience after the, you know, there were like four days of preparation before he was buried. So after he was buried, she had an experience where she looked out of her window at the room she was staying in. And the room she was staying in at the monastery, it had, it looked out right onto this giant tree. And she said she looked out and she saw a face in front of this tree. And I, I kind of questioned her about it. I was like, well, was it, was it a part of the tree or was it in front of the tree? She said it was in front of the tree. It wasn't the actual tree. So she was kind of almost nervous, I think. She, she said she, she knew it was there. It was looking at her. And so she, she uh, looked at it for a few seconds and then looked away. She got nervous. She looked back, and it was gone. But she got a good look at it the first time. It seemed pretty clear from when I was talking to her it was not pareidolia. She got the impression that it it was Mary. It was a um, a Marianic or, you know, a, a Virgin Mary apparition. And, it you know, it really, really moved her because that's – I think that's one of the positives of, like, the Catholic – because cosmology is, you know, when you see these sort of things, if you get a good feeling from it, then it is positive. It's not, you know, earth shattering. It's not reality breaking. But yeah, it just reminded me of your story. Oh, also, she she looked in this little book, the sign in book, and she said uh, many different people had written down in that sign in book for the room, uh, "Love the Mary Tree." So kind of implies that maybe other people had also seen the face or what she interpreted as Mary, you know. But, it, yeah, it reminded me of your what you were talking about with the face in the woods. And it also it reminded me of uh, the green man, you know, the in uh, in England on the churches and all, all that, the uh, face covered in leaves that, you know, would be carved into trees and all that, sort of like the, uh, the werewoods and, uh, well, what the werewolves are based on, I'm sure, from uh, Game of Thrones and uh, Song of Ice and Fire. But, yeah, I just thought it reminded me of that specific story. Love the show. Really, really like it. 
Yeah, you seem very genuine, and uh, I appreciate that in this field. But, yeah, thank you. Have a great day. Bye. flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. 
Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.